My Mug, episode 366 on Monday the 16th of November, 2015. I'm your host, Stephen Layton. What do we do at this point? We do the news. Okay, so the news. Um, I did the New York Marathon. I know it's a couple of weeks ago now, but obviously there's been a little bit in between. Um, Three hours and, uh, sorry, three hours, I wish. Uh, Four hours and 40 minutes. First half, under two hours. Second half, way over two hours. Um, Hamstring played up, hurt my foot. Yeah, very old. But I did it, I survived, and uh, very, very pleased. Um, So thank you for the nice wishes. Um, Brazils are here. In fact, this week's coffee is a Brazil. And expect more over the coming months. Um, very uh, excited to see Brazil's coming back. It means Christmas is coming when Brazil's arrive. Boo! Um, what is unusual is our Bolivias are here in the building. We are starting to look at them now. And to have Bolivias this early is pretty phenomenal. Um, very, very excited that they have arrived. Um, expect one on in my mug in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're going to see all of the Bolivias coming through. And thank you to everyone who came to say hello at Cup North, the event that happened in Manchester last weekend. Um, it was great to meet so many friends that I've never met before. Um, you were all incredibly kind, um, and it's nice to know people are still watching in my mug. Um, it's good. Yeah, it was very good fun. So that was the news. Um, we should get on to focus on, and this week's focus on is Brazilian coffee production. So coffee production was introduced into Brazil by uh, a guy called Francesco Mello in uh, 1727 uh, from French Guiana. Guiana. Um, Brazil is the largest coffee producer in the world, producing uh, around about 33% of the entire production of coffee in the world. Um, common varietals are Bourbon, Tipica, Catura and Mundo Novo. Um, and mainly grown in uh, Espirito de Santos, Sao Paulo, Minas Gerais and Bahia. Um, the vast amount of farms are less than 10 hectares. Uh, unusually, everybody thinks that it's just big farms in Brazil. But um, nearly 71% are under 10 hectares, um, 25% less than 50 hectares, and only 4% larger than 50 hectares. Um, this farm that we're buying from here is definitely one of those uh, under 10 hectare farms uh, that we're going to be doing this week. Um, so that was Focus On. Well, I'm excited about this one because, uh, well, a number of reasons, but one, it's a world exclusive, and two, it's from one of my friends. It's actually owned by a guy called Stephen Hurst, who is a coffee importer in the UK, and has been my friend since 2003, and we've worked very closely with him. We've had this coffee for eight years now. I can't believe it's eight years. It's unbelievable. And ever since it first took it over, we've bought virtually every single bean, but certainly in the last six years, we've bought everything from there. Um, this one is a Bourbon varietal. They also have Canario and Achaia on the farm. Uh, but Bourbon probably originated from Ethiopia, but does have some um, foots in Reunion Island. Um, it's a very, very old uh, varietal that is very uh, susceptible to pest disease. Um, but Cup Profile tends to produce amazing uh, espressos um, and a coffee that I'm really looking forward to is an espresso because this is also a pulp natural. Don't know what a pulp natural is. Go to resources on Hasbeen, look for coffee process and go watch the pulp natural uh, video. Um, it will give you a really good insight into it. Um, 
Problems with more barley tends to be low yielding too, which is kind of sad that you don't get so much out of it. And the reason Stephen bought the farm was uh, he'd always wanted to. The opportunity came up um, and he has a friend that has a farm not far away who manages the farm for him. Um, he, um, it was called uh, Fazenda Toca de Anka, which means farm of the wildcat. Um, but he ended up calling it Inglaterra because all the locals used to call it Little England. So it was uh, Little Inglaterra and it just kind of stuck. And it seems like a really good name for it, uh, to have a little piece of England in Brazil. Um, it's a great coffee and I'm sure you're gonna love it this week. I'm super excited to share it with you. So we should go through the figures. Um, the country, of course, is Brazil. Um, it is from the Minas Gerais region, uh, very near to the town of Poços de Caldos. Um, it's called Fazenda Inglaterra, owned by Stephen Hurst. Um, it is actually bang on 10 hectares. Um, but only five hectares is used for coffee growing. The other 10 hectares is natural uh, forest. Um, it has an altitude of 1,200 metres above sea level, which is quite high for Brazil. Um, it is a Bourbon, and this is a pulp natural. So we should go and look at the funky, funky map bit. And welcome to the map bit. I do like waving you all off. Off you go. And up to Google Earth. There we see the uh, the good old UK. Uh, and we're going across the Atlantic Ocean and we're going to Brazil. Uh, Brazil, that you see all the coastline it has, all of the typography, all of the amazing natural resources it has as a country. Really one of the emerging nations that's coming through and that's going to take over the world. But we should look at the facts. And Brazil ha is the longest country in the world at 2,800 miles from north to south via land. Um, that is a geography fact. Well, we're just kind of pushing the boat here and getting all crazy. But we're looking at Minas Gerais, as I've just talked about in the Focus On. This is the state. Uh, and we're going down to Belo Horizonte, which basically means beautiful horizon in uh, in Portuguese. And he's also where one of the World Cup host cities. Have I mentioned about the World Cup? Um, maybe I should tell you about it. But uh, yeah, I was trying to find here, trying to find the stadium and doing a really bad job of it. Uh, so I'm trying to zoom in and zoom out and cannot find it. So um, it's there somewhere. But we should talk about coffee because that's why you're listening to me. And we should go to Fazenda Inglaterra. Inglaterra, I mean, just look at all of these coffee trees here. All of this is the farm. Uh, and this is the natural woodland that I talked about um, in the in the in my mug this week. So you can see the trees. And then to the left, you can see all of the coffee plants. Um, it is right on the uh, line of uh, the volcanic region there. Um, we can see that the, the highest point is Pico de Neblina, which is 2,994 metres above sea level. Um, but you can actually see there a little bit of that whole volcanic region uh, that Fazenda Inglaterra is at the bottom of. Um, and that was the funky map bit. My memory says we write it's a very, very good map bit for this one. We have some really great coordinates for it. Um, anyway, we should go to Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Some farms in Brazil are known to produce up to 80,000 bags of coffee. To put that in context, Bolivia produces around about 20 to 25,000. Brazil's a very big place.
I know what Roland is talking about there. There's a farm we buy from uh, in Brazil called um, Paseo, which produces around about 80,000 bags, and it's true. Bolivia produces around about uh, 20 to 25,000 in its entire production. Um, Brazil as a country is just very, 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 very big. You don't realise how big it is till you start travelling around it. Anyway, enough of that. I'm going to wipe you on pause. I'm going to go and get tasting delicious drinks. Be back with you in just a second. Ta-da! Back. Let's dive in. So Roland pulled these espressos and cappuccinos for me, and that is the tightest, smallest espresso I've ever had. But good news for me. Brazils, in general, particularly pump natural Brazils, forgive the bad barista. They kind of forgive it being too tight, they forgive it being too loose, and actually it's really delicious. You're getting like um, milk chocolate, nutty, just everything you expect from a good Brazil. And I know that milk chocolate and nuts goes well with milk. And it does. It's a really, really good cappuccino. I actually like the cappuccino. As bad as he's pulled the espresso, the foam's actually quite good. Don't tell him though. He doesn't deserve any praise. At has been new boy if you want to follow him on Twitter. Um, into the brood. So this was made by the other roaster, Gary, because everybody else has gone home. We're late here tonight. Um, and that's really good. Like that for me is the best of the three drinks. Kind of think a fruit, and, uh, not fruit and nut, a, a whole nut bar. So a Cadbury's dairy milk whole nut bar. And you're not a million miles away from that brood. I think it's delicious. I think it's a really, really great coffee. It's wonderful to have it back. I'm very excited to be sharing it with you because Inglaterra is a farm very close to my heart. I've been a few times now um, and uh, it's an absolutely amazing place. Okay, I'm done. I'm getting out of here. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad